Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renee Morales and I am here with Chella Diaz. And today we are going to talk about abundance, specifically how to create your own money machine inside yourself, which is timely considering that we don't have access to a lot of things that are outside of our homes right now. So creating a money machine from within sounds like just the ticket. <laughs> Chella knew at a very young age that she was very different from other kids. She was able to see and feel things that other kids could not. She didn't want to stand out, so she put her gifts to sleep. She was married for 17 years and has two sons, and for over 15 of these years, she's been on her own spiritual journey. She's got a long list of certifications and programs that she's completed, but to name a few, she is a Reiki master, a Reiki teacher, and a starlight energy worker. Her most recent certification that brought everything together is a ninth dimensional healing energy. Chella has been hosting workshops for women to help them master their money skills. And she is a vessel for this ninth dimensional healing energy and meets every client where they are and provides the tools that they need to get them to where they want to go. So welcome, Chella. Thank you for joining us today. You you did that so well. I'm going to get the copy of that recording and uh, just play that. I'm just going to play that in for my introduction. So I'll send you royalties, though, Sophia. Oh, that works for me. See, I've turned on my money machine already. Already. <laughs> We're not even five minutes into the call. Isn't that beautiful? It's working. I love it. So tell me a little bit about your backstory and how you started to get dialed into money and the money conversation. Money has always made sense for me. You know, money made sense for me since I was nine years old. And to this day, my dad still tells the story how I was such a clever little child with money. I knew how much money I needed to go pick up fruits and vegetables from the farmer's market. Right. Money just made sense for me. Mm -hmm. If you wanted something like when I wanted my purchase my car at 17, it, it just made sense when I bought my house at 23 it, you know what I mean? You want something, you just put all sort of all your focus, all your energy. And this is before I knew what energy was. But you know, <laughs> so now going back, I just always know that I've been able to do that. You know, you just, if you want something, you just, and you do need to, I said no to some other things, right? right. But it's about what is it that you really want? For me, I wanted a car. Because I didn't want to walk to the laundromat. I wanted to drive to the laundromat. And then shortly thereafter, we moved into a house. So that sort of, you know, <laughs> took out that. But, you know, so what that you want that's going to help you stay on track. Stay mm. away from the shiny objects. Oh, okay. I like that. So was there, what I want to say, was there a moment when it, the light came on for you that, that this didn't automatically make sense for other people also? Great question. I wish we had planned this. Absolutely. It came together when I moved in with my former husband. So we moved in together first and then we got married um, because, you know, I, we never, and that's it for couples, right? We, that's not a conversation we often have. Well, we're trained not to talk about it, right? Yeah. 
right? That and would so, be rude. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about that. So it was when we became where I wanted a house. You know, to me, it was just like, oh, we have to buy a house. They're just, just you know, we, and to him, because he drew, he grew up differently, that was not at the top of the list. Mm. You know, purchasing, you know, the sweaters and the shoes and the cars was more, where for me, you know what I mean? So it was when I got together with my former husband that, I realized, oh, heavens, we, we're not on the same page. We're not on the same book, right? Yeah. And, it, it, in fact, we might not be in the same <laughs> encyclopedia. <laughs> and so that was, that was really interesting, right? And it was interesting. And then because then you really need to open up and have, and I didn't when I was married to him, so I'm, I'm saying this from experience, have compassion for each other's money stories, mm-hmm. right? There's not a judgment. Um, and so it was when then, when I was like, oh, heavens, not everybody thinks about money the way I do. Yeah. Not everybody wants to save it and get that, whatever it is. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, heavenly. So that was definitely a learning. And then when then you have kids, and then we want it to, for the kids to to not, we don't want them give them our money stories. So they grew up, you know, again, differently. You know, we, we had them be part of the choice. Mm. You know, I want this toy. I want that toy. It was not, it was never, no, we can't afford it or never, no, we don't have the money because that was, it was more of, okay, do you want that? Why don't we work into the spending plan? Why don't Mm. we start saving for it? Yes. But something magical happened when we did that is I would say 80% of the time, the kids, like a couple of weeks into it, they didn't want that toy anymore mm. or they didn't want, you know, whatever it was. Right. But right. also that taught them. Right. Because sometimes when you go for the instant gratification and you don't work for it, you don't really appreciate it. And I know it seems like we're talking about kids, but let's face it, folks. We're all great big <laughs> children on the inside. I know I've, I've been struggling more with my inner child recently with the changes that have been going on in our world and putting dad into assisted living and this sort of thing. Um, lots of desire for like emotional eating type stuff, you know, the, the pint of ice cream and, you know, other things that are not healthy for me. (laughs) But on the other hand, some compassion for myself, I have had some yeah. chocolate ice cream <laughs> because chips know. I posted on Facebook so I went for the chips folks two types <laughs> yeah exactly and then the whole COVID thing on top of it um let's let's talk a little bit I know you've had a lot of clients right and we all go th- we all have our own background stories we have different partners in our lives whether they're business partners or you know romantic partners, spouses, children, whatever they are. Um, how, how do you begin to shift your money story when you have all of this other money noise going on around you? Fabulous. And we cannot ask for a better time. It's always going back to the root. Mm-hmm. When was that seed planted? right? When you were three years old, five years old, seven years old, it happened anywhere between the age of three to about nine, right? Mm -hmm. That's about the, most of the time, that's when it happens. So whatever that was. How do you know when you have that event? 
Because there's a lot of stuff that happens. Because if we go back, and so this is, if you go back and you you were between that five and nine, we'll say, and you remember what the adults were talking about. They were talking, they were having the money conversation. So if you remember what that conversation was, you tell me the conversation, I can tell you how that impacted your current financial picture. Mm, interesting. So it's whatever that was, and then how we carry it with us, whether it is it, the one that I hear often, especially in, in cold weather, is we don't have enough money to pay the utilities. Now, mm. I've lived in California in my whole life. So, you know, utilities is not that important to me because we're not going to be freezing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna I have mean, snow. You might not be cool enough. You might not be hot enough, but you're not going to die. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. and, and also, I'm not going to have snow, right? So to me yeah. that, but, you know, if, if you grew up with, we don't have enough money to pay the, the heater. We don't have enough money to buy extra stuff for the holidays. We don't have enough money to give you a birthday. You know, whatever that story was. And you take that and you see how you're currently managing money. Once we connect those dots, that's going to tell me what, what it was. And then we go back and we have compassion. You mentioned compassion. We have compassion for that story. We understand what the lesson was from that. Because there's always a lesson, in my opinion. No matter what, you know, there's always, so what was the lesson? What did you learn? And then we release and let go of what no longer serves you. It's magic. It is just magic. <laughs> Isn't that a beautiful thing? Now, I have a question for you. Does it have to be a conversation between the two adults in your life? Or could it be a conversation that one of your parents had with you, for example? It could be, adult, it could be either, oh, that's a good question. It could be. And also, it's a good point because sometimes it's not even your parents. Mm. right? It could be just somebody having a conversation about money. But even most recently, I discovered even when the parents or the adults around you are not talking about money. Well, that sends a message as well, right? Correct. Correct. So if they weren't talking about money and you were left to sort of jump to your own conclusions, that also says a lot. So it could be a, it could be a teacher, it could be any adult, and it could be them having the conversation or them having the conversation with you. You're at the store. No, we can't have that. We don't have the money. No, we can't afford it. Yeah. Right? It's a, yeah. So it's okay. So once we've figured out what this this instance was, I have one from when I was about four that sticks in my mind. And I've been back to it a few times. I've sorted through it a few times. I've taken some stuff away from it. I've had compassion for myself. I've had compassion for the parent who was involved. Uh, but it still kind of seems to to come back around. So what do we do with it to like properly cope with it? Depends. Do, Depends. So, so um, no matter what it was, we're most likely going to one, um, definitely have compassion for ourselves, put in, especially for you, right? So we're energy healers. We're able to do some self-love and we'll do that. But one of the magical part is writing letters. Mm, okay. So we're writing a compassion letter for the situation, and we don't need to know the details. Writing a compassion letter for that. Writing a thank you letter because you know that you learned something from the instance. Mm-hmm. And this is everybody, you know, I mean, it's, it's slightly different, but normally it's about two to three letters. And then a thank you letter. 
So you write, you know, compassion for the situation, but a thank you letter because it, that incident allowed you to be where you are today. And then pay attention to where that emotion is. You're feeling that. So I love the letter writing. So you write it, you're thinking it, you're writing it, you put it on paper, you burn the letter. Now, what would a letter like this sound like? Give, give me an example of, let, let's say that the parents were, were talking and we don't have enough to have a proper Christmas for the kids and no, you can't have, you know, whatever you ask Santa for. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a perfect one. So that would be a compassion letter, you know, to the situation, okay. right? The, it, to the, when I said the situation to the adults involved, they did the best that they could based on the information that they had at the time. They, mm-hmm. they had the tools. They gave me the best that they could based on the tools that they had, right? So you're having compassion because they didn't know any better. Right. Okay. They, so if I were writing that letter, it would be like, dear mom and dad. Yeah. I, I remember this Christmas when, you know, you were out of work and I, I feel for where you were at that time. Right. I know you yeah. were under a lot of stress looking to provide for us, blah, 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 blah. What else would we put in that letter? And, and also just, you know, you did the best that you could, even if you have to repeat that a couple of times, you did yeah. the best that you could based on the tools that you had. You, I know that, you know, they were coming from a good place. That's where they were at the time, right? Because right. And, they and were, it was all coming out of love, right? Yeah. yeah. And they were carrying their own baggage, right? They were carrying their own baggage, right? So that would be the compassion letter for the, the situation in the, the, the business, but also to that little girl. Because now you as an adult sending that letter to the little girl, because now you're saying, listen, it was not your fault. You were an innocent bystander. That's right. Right? Have kindness, have forgiveness. I know that you wanted that toy. I know that you wanted whatever it was, that, but have, you know, so that, so that you're making it okay to that little girl. Mm. Right. And then you as an adult acknowledging the lessons that you learned, I learned that, you know, whatever, now I'm more cautious with my money. Now I'm, you know, whatever right. the good lessons that you learn. But that's so empowering because you're healing at so many different levels, right? And when yeah. you finish with that, and sometimes, listen, so my heart is aching as I speak. So I'm able to see, hear, and feel. So I hear and see and feel what other people are, are feeling. Um, so, but also the, the compassion that we have for ourselves. and. What you do is when you heal that, then you're no longer subject to it. Mm. And this is the magic for me of the, my gift of ninth dimension energy healing. It just brought everything together. And it just, it's, it's like putting pillows or wings around you, you know, like soft clouds. It's a very soft, gentle energy, but it goes in, allows you to release that emotion at a body cell. Mm. And then you're no longer subject to that. Yeah. But the letter writing is powerful because it begins to retrain and you begin to be okay with with whatever the situation was. I definitely I cannot wait to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so so our steps are to identify the root. Yep. To write our three compassionate letters and our yep. thank you letter and then what do we do? And, and so then you're going to see a notice because then you're going to start seeing, right? Then you're going to start seeing the shift. You're going to start to see things differently because you're, every single one of my clients, if they have one thing in common, is that they're lighter because you're no longer carrying this emotional baggage. Yes. And so you, it's like you're taking a filter off. 
-hmm. And the more filters you take out, then you're able to see things around you that you did not see before. Mm. You're able to see opportunities for you to make money. You're able to see opportunities for you to save money. You're able to see partnerships. You're able to attract more clients because you're in a different space energetically. It's magic. I love that. That's a beautiful, (laughs) beautiful thing. Um, Some of us, I think, see ourselves a little bit more clearly than than others of us do. It's a skill, I think, to be able to look at yourself and go, oh, well, here's my broken spot. Um, What do you recommend to people who are not as gifted in that area, who just know that the money stuff is not working and I'm having a hard time finding that key initial thing? Yeah, if they're already questioning and if they're listening um, to your show, watching your show, let's face it, they're already on track to do this, right? Right. So we're going to talk about a couple of books that the number one is, can you start doing some medication? Some meditation. (laughs) No, no, no. No, we'll we'll (laughs) pass on the medication, I think, right now. (laughs) Can you start doing some meditation? Oh boy, talk about a slip. Uh, Meditation to begin to get quiet. That's when I say create your money from the inside out because we need to quiet down the monkey chatter. Exactly. All right. We are coming up already on our first break. Time (laughs) flies so quickly. Uh, All of you out there in listener land who've been following around, take this opportunity for the next couple of minutes to just get quiet and feel in there and see where those stories are. What have we stirred up with this conversation? Take a few notes for yourself and we will be right back from the break. So stay with us. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get amplified. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel we don't follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel you are listening to sovereign self with sophia renea morales we'd love to hear from you on the show today call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. 
Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm here talking with Shella Diaz. And in the first section, we discussed identifying money wounds from your childhood. What were those formative experiences? What were some of those conversations that you heard as a child that have been holding you back, standing in your way, or maybe wounded you someplace deep inside of yourself around money? And now that we're back, I know I asked everybody to take notes on their story. So if you've been following along with us, you know what you want to write your letters about. Um, how do we know when we've moved through our money stuff? What shows up for us if we haven't moved through our money stuff? The same, and you gave a perfect example, is that the same situation keeps showing up. I say it's just in a different outfit. Right. Yes. <laughs> you know, it just keeps changing. It, you know, it, it's whether, you know, you make things more complicated, you lose your keys. And I'm, I'm sharing this from clients. Right. Mm -hmm. um, you get flat tires. Um, you get a ticket. These are all things that are going to require money. Right. Mm. So and we it just know. kind of leaks out into these weird <laughs> places. <laughs> right. So that we know that the lesson truly has not been 100% learned because you're being tested, right? It's like, mm -hmm. how am I going to choose? So let's take the, you know, you lose your keys, you get a flat tire, for instance, right? Yeah. You know, was that really a flat tire or was there something else you could have done to prevent that? Mm. Right. Was it maybe you should have had the tires checked? It could have been an accident. It could have been a nail. I, totally right. Oh, well, but, yeah, that right. kind of stuff happens. Right? That, that totally yeah. does happen, right? But was it more of you weren't prepared? You were just letting it go. You were you not paying attention? You know, having the tires. And and I say that because this truly has happened. You know, as people begin to let go of their money baggage, the things keep showing up. Well, and sometimes they show up in in massive ways, and sometimes they show up in small ways, right? I mean, you you have partners who abscond with everything in the checking account. And then you have, what do I want to say, smaller things that eat into your ability to show up in a, a monetarily abundant fashion. But also when you begin to shift that, right? So for me, I'm constantly winning things, right? And ah. I'm constantly finding money everywhere. You know, don't, you don't ever want to go against bingo with me though. That's I'm telling ah. <laughs> Bingo happens to be one of my favorite things to do. Um, and so it begins to show up, you know, or I'll find a coin or I'll find a meter that has yeah. money already, you know, so I don't have to pay. So don't overlook, you know, whether you, you find a, a, a penny or a dime, a quarter, $7.70, $25, you know what I mean? <laughs> it oh doesn't matter goodness. what the amount is. <laughs> when, I when I was in Minnesota helping, you know, get dad transitioned into his new living accommodations, I was finding money every freaking place. And, and there was a beautiful thing and there was money potentially on the horizon in my husband's business and everything. And then I I came home and we started getting things situated here, you know, catching up from being gone for six weeks and that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden the money stopped again. What do you make of that, Chela Diaz? <laughs> <laughs> but no, but, but because you were in the flow before, right? Yeah. When you were, but this is, this is creating, I could not have asked for a better situation, but this is when you begin to create from the inside out. When you were finding that money and you, when you saw the potentials for the client or the business opportunity, were you thinking about money at the time? 
No, it was just showing up for me. Right. Yeah. So the next step for that, when that thing begins to, you know, even if it's a dime or a nickel or a penny, it doesn't matter. I am grateful. You think? I mean, I constantly. I say thank you for every little coin that shows up in my life. And in the past couple of months, there have been a lot. (laughs) Yeah. So one, grateful to, to do that. But notice how when that was showing up, you were not even thinking about it. It was just being open to receiving. So I would say there was a shift and we don't have to talk about it here, but there was a shift when you went back home that it became comfortable and you were in, in the familiar surroundings. And maybe there was just that one thing, that one thing that or key that clicked over. Maybe a bill came in that was due and you started thinking about, oh, Really? I wasn't expecting that. What am I going to do with that? Right? So then you focus on the money and the, oh, I need to pay this bill or I need to do this with this versus, but see how that, so now you're concentrating on the, oh, I need to do this versus being in the flow. Hmm. So how do I find my flow? Again? You, you, we need to go back. We need to go back and we need to go back and create that money tree from the inside out. So we need to go back for me, meditation and planning out, right? Being grateful. And to this day, I do this. And I've been doing this consistently since November. Three times a day, I take five minutes and I am grateful. And you can do whatever affirmation works for you, but just taking five minutes to be grateful for all the things that I have and all the things that are coming into my life. Right. Just being grateful and thankful for that and use this for people that, you know, maybe their health just five, three times a day. So this works for everything. Three times a day, five minutes. I'm grateful that my body cells are healthy. You know what I mean? And at the beginning, let's let's be honest, folks, especially if you're thinking this is a little bit out there, you're going to think you're lying to yourself. Right. You're you like, know, oh, that please. was my biggest problem with affirmations when please. I was first introduced to them. It was like. Yeah. I am beautiful and intelligent. Yeah, right. <laughs> we know all that first. dumb shit you did as a teenager. <laughs> you know, even if it's just, uh, I'm enough, right? We can start yeah. with, I'm enough. You know, we, you know, and that's what a lot of my clients, they, all they can do is begin with, I'm enough. I'm enough doing that three times a day, 25 to 100 times a day, right? So it's going back and getting back into that energy that you had when you were and allowing that to show up. Yeah. Versus because what you focus on expands. And I know the listeners have heard this before, but it it does really truly happen. And then when you do that and and maybe get into giving, and I know you're a giver. I I, I know. I I know that already. But even giving a little bit more, Mm -hmm. giving it coming from a different place. So I've been doing this um, since November. I said I was going to give and be of service every day for 60 days. That was in November. But I got so excited and so hooked. I just carried it over through this year. Just going <laughs> to keep on doing that. <laughs> well, and that's the best kind of change. I, that's one of the things I tell to my clients when they come to me saying, I want to make a change. Okay. I'm like, first of all, do everything as an experiment as a trial basis. I'm going to do it this way for a week, for five days, for 30 days, whatever that number is, right? And do that. And then evaluate, do I want to continue or not? 
because most often when we go, okay, well, I'm going to make this change and it's going to look like this. And, and we laid down all these stringent rules for ourselves. And then it's like, but I will never eat ice cream again if I do this. And there, that automatically builds up this tension. Whereas if I'm just experimenting for a week to see what my body feels like if I don't eat any dairy, I'm just going to try it for a week. Then you can get to the end of the week and go, you know what? Screw it. Ice cream is on. <laughs> right? Yep. And that's it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, we, we cannot, I don't believe that you have to take everything away. Right. right. So if, and um, let's say you go out to lunch. A lot of right. my clients, that's where we spend most of our money. Let's face it. We do a little shopping, but most of the money goes out for lunch or dinners or going out. Sure. Yeah, let's exactly. just say going out, more generic. Right. So if you're going out five days a week, okay, going from five to zero, I'm sorry, but your body and your brain and everything else within you is going to fight. It's just going to scream. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So well, this and I, if you look at the recommendation that people stay at home right now, there are a lot of people right now going skirt, stir fucking crazy because they are not used to being in their house with their family 100% of the time. <laughs> it's a big freaking change. Yeah, very fortunate. Uh, my kids are growing and on their own. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I am fortunate that my husband and I are used to living in each other's pockets. Yeah. So, so but go. I have a lot of compassion for people who are not used to that. So, in that case, you know, when you 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 know that you're going out to eat five days, then we cut it back to three days, mm-hmm. and 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 be really intentional. So, the money that you would have spent for the other two days, then we're going to put that somewhere else. Exactly. Right. Until you, until you become a used to it. And until, you know, let's face it, the monkey chatter, it's not (laughs) the monkey chatter for me anyways, it has not ever gone away, but it does get softer. Yes. And it gets not as loud. Yes. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not as forceful. It's not as loud. It's almost like it becomes a friend, you know, and we have conversations. I know we have, I wouldn't say that we have conversations, but when that little voice comes out, you know, I said, you know what? That's, that's a great idea. <laughs> yes. Right? It's, it's, I, I acknowledge you. Yes. I acknowledge you. Yeah. <laughs> so how do we identify money leaks? That's a phenomenal. So for those folks, we've done the letters and now we need to know where your money is going. Because how many of us go to the bank, we get some money out or we get the cash back from whatever grocery I get it from. Yeah. You look at the receipt and it says you've got a buck 98 left. How did that happen? (laughs) Right. So we want to keep track of your money. You, you, you can go as sophisticated. You can do an Excel spreadsheet. You can get one of those beautiful apps. I personally like the good old fashioned pattern, but that's just me. And that was my bonus mom too. When I was going through all the papers and stuff, she had accounts book, literally hand done accounts book. It's like, damn, I didn't know you were a trained accountant, but she had a complete yeah. set of books. It was impressive. So you want to keep track. So anytime you spend a do- over a dollar, a dollar 101 counts, um, you're going to write it down. You just no no judgment anytime. So you're going to do this for seven days. Okay. At the end of the seven days, you're going to take that list and you're going to divide it into two columns. No judging, no analyzing. We're just going to put how much money did you spend on needs? How much money did you spend on wants? 
And let's talk about that for a second. What is a want and what is a need? Because I think frequently we confuse those. I, my sister-in-law, one of the first things she said after we met, we were driving through New Orleans and through the, the shopping district. And she goes, oh, Gucci, Nino, I need shoes. <laughs> and I went, that sentence does not go together. <laughs> That's my money story now, right? <laughs> well, but but also that's a good point, right? Because a lot of people, you know, but this is where you're going to find, you know, what is. So let's let's take, you know, my going out to eat, whether or going out, period, whether it's the right. concerts, the movies, the food, you know, it's all that your money is spending out. So at the end of the seven days, you take that list. And if you're able to hang in there and do this for four weeks, folks. Pick me up. I'd love to know if you're able to do this for four weeks, that's where you're going to find the money leaks. That's where you're going to find that you spend $750 in lunch and you spend $300 going out for dinner and you spent, and there's nothing wrong with that. And you spend $425, you know, going to that little mall. Um, I, okay, I guess it's not so- a little mall. Let's talk about wants and needs again. How how do we know what goes in which column? So now that you have this list, right, and you know how much money went into those things, now you can decide. Now it's much easier for you to determine, is that really lunch going out? Is that a want or is that a need? Could I be using that? Because we have to eat, Sheila, right? We do have to eat, (laughs) but we don't have to go out to eat every day, right? It, and also, it's about what you want. We go back to the first one. You know, let's say that the $700 for out to lunch, but you also want to pay off a credit card or you want to go on a vacation mm-hmm. or you want to go out and you want to, you know, treat yourself to whatever, right? Right. Security, whatever it is. Maybe you want to start investing. Now you can choose to take some of that 700 Again, I don't believe giving up everything, but now you can put some of that and start putting that into something else, mm-hmm. whether it's a house, whether it's a car, whether it's a computer, right? It's a choice. But when you're able to distinguish this, the wants and the needs become more clear mm-hmm. because yeah, going out to you- eat every day, it, then you begin to think, is that a want or a need? Could I go yeah. home and do a meal prep? Exactly. Could I bring a sandwich? Could I, could I, you know, could I take some snacks? Right. And it's a choice. And I've had some of my clients said, nope, one of them, makeup. She's like, I'm not giving any makeup. And she's spending a lot of money. But it's her choice, right? She was not ready to give it up. And, you know, I respect that. Well, and you you have to decide, is it more important how I look and how the makeup makes me feel than how it feels to pay off the credit card or go on the vacation or have the whatever else it is, right? And to what? What if, yeah. what if you don't have any debt? What if you begin to watch that savings account grow, right? What if you begin to see, oh my goodness, I could go buy that whatever it is that I wanted if I, if I really wanted because I have the cash to go do it. Well, and I, I love the see what it feels like statement, right? Because if you've never had a savings account and watched it grow, it's easy to go, oh, well, that's not going to be interesting. But if you can find a few bucks and start to make it grow, you might discover something about yourself. 
Absolutely. It, magic, yeah. right? And let's say that, let's say that there is no extra money and that, let's say that whatever. What if you begin to sell something? What if you start selling some of the stuff that you have that you haven't used to start that account? Mm, yes, because right now there are many people whose income has gone away, right. completely gone away, right? Because you, you're, we're in the tourism industry or whatever it is, some quote unquote non-essential function. And you've been laid off, you're at home and wondering what's happening. We do have a shit ton of stuff, I have to say. It's amazing the number of storage units we have for capita. So perhaps you could uh, you could look at that and just say, perhaps I may not need all of this stuff that I'm renting the storage unit for. Perhaps. And perhaps also good. I love it. And then also just think now you're going to be saving the money from the storage. So you just gave yourself a raise. Yes. Right? Or, or at least you slowed the bleeding, depending on right. what the situation is. Right. But, you know, and even if you don't have, if you're able to empty it out, whether it's, you know, selling it or giving it, but it, now you're no longer paying the, paying the storage. Yeah, exactly. Well, and the other thing I love about doing these little experiments, things you haven't tried before, is sometimes you discover things about yourself you didn't realize. Uh, Some people discover they have a gift for identifying things in lawn sales that other people would pay a premium for. And it becomes a business that you enjoy doing, right? Whereas previously you thought, well, I I have no employment opportunity uh, self-employment opportunities for myself. You discover that, you know what, maybe there is something I could do to create at least a side income for myself, if not a full-time support. I love that. Well, we have come up already on our second break. (laughs) So if you are out there in listener land, I want you to spend some time playing with some of the what ifs for yourself. And think about what what might become possible if you decided maybe to keep track of your spending for a week or two or three. You know, you don't have to commit to it all at once. Uh, You know, what if I look at whether all of the stuff I'm keeping in my life is really necessary? Spend some time with those possibilities. Hang with us through the break and we will be right back. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. There's a new force to be reckoned with in talk radio. It's not just talk radio. Hosted by LaTanya Jr. and co-host Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. Not Just Talk Radio is like a superhero, inspiring, problem-solving, and informing. Packed with action-provoking conversations from news, movements, and social and politics issues. This program is about a wide range of voices and fresh points of view from experts, celebrities, and you, the listener. Not Just Talk Radio is broadcast live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Welcome back from the break. Thank you for staying with us. This is Sophia Renee Mills. I'm here talking with Chilidias today. And we've gone through a couple of different aspects of looking for money wounds and um, looking for money leaks and identifying perhaps some possibilities for ways we can loosen up a little bit of the money flow around ourselves. Um, and I don't know if you decided on any experiments while you were out at the break or not. But if you did, I would love it if you would share those with us. We are on Facebook. If you're following us on Facebook Live, you can put those in the chat. You can email me, AskZofia, that's A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co. And let me know what your money experiment might be coming out of this. So maybe some of us are not feeling very motivated for a money experiment yet. Um, what? What are some of the things we can do to like stir our juices to get us a little inspired? Because I know sometimes thinking about these things is like, oh, well, I'm giving up something or I'm losing something. So what can we do to kind of inspire ourselves a little bit? Well, a couple of things. But one is start looking for those things that you have, like we mentioned right before the break, what that you have that you could possibly um, now is the time to let them go and put that money into the account, especially if your hours were cut back or your clients, you know, like you mentioned, travel people are experiencing some tough times right now. Um, photographers are spirit, you know what I mean? So some mm -hmm. of the, if you need, you know, so what can you do? What can you sell? Right. But also what skill set do you have? And you mentioned, right? So maybe you, you have a knack for finding treasures and you're able to turn around and sell them, but what skill sets, right? Are you good at copywriting? You know, it's not something you've done in the past, but it's this, what do you enjoy doing? What are some of the skill sets that you have that you could spend hours doing? That you would do for free. That you would do for free, but you're but not. But other people would pay for. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you're not. But because so, so often when we find something that we do like breathe, we have this tendency to give it away. Chelidias. What's up with that? I know, I know. You know, and that's because we really, you know, we think, well, if it comes easy for me, nobody's going to pay for it. But folks, no, no, that's not true. It comes yeah. easy for you 
writing, and I chose that for a particular reason, right? So blogging and, and Facebook and any of the social media, that does not come easy for me, folks. You know what I mean? It and it doesn't come easy for a lot of people. In fact, today, just today in a group that I'm in, it's a paid group, they were looking for someone who has a gift for taking like a podcast and then recreating a bunch of other media out of it, uh, blog posts and Facebook and all kinds of things. And so, yes, there are people who will pay for that. So, yes, now is the time, right? At the beginning, you may not want to be able to charge top dollar, but start with something, right? There yeah. is no wrong way, you know, for that for that person, right? If you start with, I don't know, you know, even if it's like, $50, you know, I mean, do the project and then you do 150, whatever it is, right? But it's a way for you to bring some money in using the skills that you have that you have fun with. Absolutely. So, yeah. And so now that you have that, right? So you find those skills because you, you want to be able to make it through this. But while you're doing this, and yes, you took up the four week challenge and now you find found your money leaks with whatever, you know, whether it's lunch or dinners or whatever that is. We're going to cut back. Well, because now you're forced to cut back anyways, because right. the money has, you know, which is great. This is a perfect time for you to be listening to this. Or maybe we, we just get more creative for solving the reason you were doing it in the first place, right? Right. Exactly. Because you can socialize with people without buying lunch, for example. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Especially now. But anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're not going to let you in the restaurant now anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to start thinking about your money into three buckets, mm -hmm. the needs bucket, and only you can, you know, determine what that's for you, your wants bucket, you know, that's your movies, because we got to have fun, folks, we definitely yeah. do. And my favorite is the possibility bucket. Tell me about the possibility bucket. Oh, What's my that goodness. About? We're going to make this possibility bucket so famous. So a possibility bucket for me is... And this is an account at the bank that um, you do maybe an automatic withdrawal or automatic deposit into it, not withdrawal, a deposit into it. And this is for you to have maybe three months of your monthly obligations in there. Mm -hmm. It could be you want to replace your tires. That goes right. into that. Mm -hmm. You want to go on a vacation. Just imagine having that money to go on vacation so that you go and then when you come back from your vacation, you're not going to be paying on the credit card three, For four months years afterwards. And years. Yeah, afterwards. Exactly. So, so why would the vacation go in the possibility bucket and not in the wants bucket? Because we just have, we, well, because the wants is the money that you've already spent. Ah. But this possibility account we're building, and For this is where magic is. Correct. We're building for future. Ah. So when you begin to see this account grow, let's say we start with $200, right? And you make a commitment that you're going to put in $20 a month. Well, that starts to add up, folks. And when you begin to see that possibility account grow, it makes it a lot easier for you to say no to what is the shoes, whether it's the makeup, whether the perfume, the new shirt, or going out to lunch. I'm not saying deprive yourself. I'm just saying it makes it... There's this energy that happens when you begin to see that account grow where like you choose, do I want to, do I want to go out to lunch and spend $25 or do I want to put this $25 into my possibility account? Hmm. And sometimes it's going to go for lunch. Let's be honest. And sometimes yeah. it's going to go, but the larger that account gets, 
the more exciting it gets because you can see it grow. And it makes it a lot easier for you to say no for maybe going out to drinks every Friday night. Mm. Or it makes it easy, right? So it's about watching that because this is your money. This is your account. Yes, yes. Now, let me ask you something because I was in financial education for many years and I would hear this a lot from people that I was working with. It would be, oh, that sounds wonderful. I'll do that after I get my raise. Yeah. What What do you well, tell you know, someone is, who's thinking, you know what, I just lost my job. This is maybe now is maybe not the time to do this. What do you say to them? Well, because now is the time for you to find your money leaks. Find your money leaks. And once you find those money leaks and when you begin, this is a great opportunity because you're going to find your skill set. A great opportunity for you to sell some of the stuff and replace, right? With and also and gratifying, yes. Yeah. Yeah, but, but also, you know, you clean out that storage that you have. You're saving the money, you're making money, right? This is your opportunity to go out and find that skill set, you know, whatever that may be, and make that, bring that money in. But that is going to prepare you. So when the things go back to, you know, normal. Quote, unquote, yes. Quote, <laughs> unquote here. Um, then you're going to have even more money. So this is preparation. You, you, you're setting the foundation for your money journey right now. It, it could not be better. And thank goodness, because we, we had scheduled this interview like a few weeks back. We had no idea, but we knew it was the perfect timing. And it is totally the perfect timing for you to begin to set your money foundation. So this opportunity of being at home, sitting on your butt because there's no work for you and you're doing the socially responsible distancing is actually a gift is what you're telling me. Absolutely. Because now is the time for you to find what can you do? Get creative. Do you have a couple of buddies that you can go hop on on Zoom and brainstorm ideas? You don't have to pay for Zoom. Zoom is free, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Hop on the call. What can you do? What can you brainstorm? How can and you I help love someone? that because they probably know what your gift is better than you do because they see you do it all the time and they think to themselves, oh, I wish I could do that. And then you begin to, to find out. You go out and you begin, you knock on a few doors, you reach out to some of you. Vir- virtually. <laughs> well, yeah, not a lot of We have to do it on that. You send some DMs, you know, you, you, yep. hop on, you hop on Facebook Live, you go on Instagram, whichever, wherever you're. You pick up the phone, audio. whatever yeah, your technology is. Yep. Hop on Zoom and ask for recommendations, right? Who, what friends, associations do you have? Who do they know that could use your service? That's exactly right. Right. This is the time to build that online community and to bring in that money. This is it, folks, because now, yeah, this is the time for you to take advantage and lay a solid foundation that's going to help you grow. Maybe now is the time that you have time to, you know, watch some um, videos on investing. You know, what what can you do? Maybe practice in meditation, you know. Mm -hmm. If you don't have that, maybe you can practice, you know what I mean? So now is that time to get that inner peace mm-hmm. that's going and to allow you to see things in a different way, in a different light. Yeah. And to maybe gain some, what I want to say, some information, some skill sets to lay some foundations. Clarity. You may yeah. get clarity. You may get that idea. Oh my God, this is going to be fabulous. This is just what I need to do. Right. So 
this is it, folks. This is the perfect time I love to it. make this happen. So don't don't despair. Don't sit there and go, nobody's going to pay me because there are people right now who are buying things. There are people who are looking for people who can help them, right? Because a lot of businesses are not closing. They're just shifting the way they're doing business and they're looking for people who can help them in that shift. Exactly. And you may know somebody. You may know yeah. somebody that needs that product. Exactly. You know, like the, the group that you mentioned today, right? Somebody yeah. in your community, you may know somebody and you just put it out there and we're looking for this person and see how, you know, it show up. Start exactly. showing up. Exactly. And if you're that person who's really good at, at taking a video and turning it into an audio and a blog post and an article and all of this kind of stuff, You've got my email, ask Zofia at transformationspace.co. I will do that introduction for you. Okay. So the possibilities are boundless. <laughs> now's the time. Now's the time for yeah. us to really work together. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a good time to join arms instead of going, oh, no, they're competing with me for the last roll of toilet paper at Costco. <laughs> we have to have fun with this, folks. Yeah, well, you know. it's, it's laugh or cry. And I vote for laugh. I laugh. I'm totally laughter with maybe a little crying, but mostly laughter. Mostly laughter. Well, and, you know, we we made the decision over the weekend that, you know, we've had this little hobby garden happening in wine barrels outside of my house. And I've decided I'm going all in for raised beds this year. And it's probably not going to feed us, but it'll take a lot of the pressure off. So... Yeah, do do what you can. Make use of the the stuff you have available to you. I'm fortunate that I have a home with land. And so I'm going to take advantage of the land and allow it to provide for us. Beautiful. Yeah. That's the time. Absolutely. Yeah, so take take assessment, take stock of what it is that that you have because we we all have plenty of gifts around us. We just have to look and identify what they are. Go back to brainstorming. Have somebody else, three to five of you, and make a list of each other's gifts. I love that. We have two minutes left before the end of the show, so I'll give you 90 seconds of that. Uh, what are your words of wisdom to somebody who's in the middle of this COVID downsizing situation? I say now's the time. You know what I mean? You could do, I say take some action. Even if it's just small steps towards something, small steps to finding that you're genius, take an action that's going to help you, one, weather this storm, mm -hmm. and two, we don't know what's at the other end, right? But we have to take some action, right? We can, like you said, we have two things. We can sit here and cry or laugh. Laugh, take action, brainstorm with your fellow, even you know, even if you can't go to your regular job, if you have one, brainstorm with them. What could you guys do collectively? Exactly. This is the time. Take some action. I love and it. let us know what you do and see, we might be able to help in any way, shape or form. Yeah, exactly. We've been in this self-employment game for a minute or two. <laughs> there might be a couple of things we could share. Thank you so much, Shella, for joining us here today. I really appreciate you uh, coming and sharing your wisdom with us. It's been a pleasure and an honor. Thank you. And thank you to everyone out there who's been listening to us today. We love you. We're here to support you. We want to assist you in these difficult times as best we can. So please feel free to reach out. Um, 
you never know where the next helping hand is going to come from. Uh, but you don't know unless you open your mouth and share and ask. So we love you. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 